Welcome to the Crypto Campfire. They're both paper cut survivors, Mitch and the Professor. Featuring special guest, Bitcoin Gator. Hey everybody, we've got another episode of the Crypto Campfire podcast for you. Today we're here with Gator Bitcoin. He's uh, what I like to call the crypto lyrics prodigy. And he's also got quite the financial background before crypto. Uh, Before we get over to that, we're going to send it over to the crypto gent for a real brief news segment. Take it over, crypto gent. Thanks, Professor. Hello, Crypto Campfire listeners at the Crypto Gent with the cryptocurrency news in a flash. Binance is hacked and 7,000 Bitcoin is stolen. Facebook looked likely to produce their own cryptocurrency. Hopefully you'll be able to pay to get rid of ads and to hide all avocado and toast-related posts altogether. 20 crypto traders are to meet at a blacklist event. They are looking to get rid of hackers and scammers. The blacklist event guest speakers include Gary V, Tony Robbins and a live performance of Who's Your Hoddle by Bitcoin, Florida Gator. Seven dogs, five cats, four badgers, two hyenas, a fox and a raccoon are to discuss how to ban the dishonest members of the crypto community at the Blacklist event. Other news involves investors suing OneCoin for fraud, Bitmain losing market share and a new trading platform, X. That's the news in a flash. Enjoy the show and follow at the CryptoGent. All right, thanks for that bit of news. Gator, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and and tell us a little bit about what you're doing in the crypto space and uh, kind of what experience you bring to it. Um, Yeah, so um, my name is Gator Bitcoin. Um, I'm okay with saying my first name to the world is Jeremy. Um, I am someone in my life, I've been sort of a financial analyst of sorts, and whether it be a professional risk manager, doing it, you know, for a job for a living, or my own personal self doing my own day trading or, or investing for my family members or any of my friends that, you know, just just want to feed off the information I have. Excellent. Well, it's great to have you on the show today. Yeah. Thank you. So as far as, as far as finance goes, you know, what do you think that your financial background brings uh, as far as advantages go in the crypto market as far as, you know, not specifically just trading, but as far as uh, long-term evaluation of projects. So, I think that you can look at all these projects the same way as you can look at at, uh, companies in the stock market. I think that these coins are representative of shares the same way. And um, I prefer Bitcoin in that it's decentralized so that there isn't uh, an almighty one face to point to that if they somehow have a bad publicity week like CZ Binance, for example, then you know, then that goes and, and hurts the 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 image of of the coin itself. So I'm I'm someone where um I I, I look at them the same way as I would look at a stock, and I mean I want to see something that's that's solid um that has I, I want to see something that's more than what I would call like a pump and dump or a um you know like a one hit wonder. Um, an example of this right now is I'm I'm looking at basic attention token. And it's had a really strong rally, but then it's sort of pulled back and, you know, now it has me wondering, was that just a flash in the pan or was this, you know, this, that was just one part of a, a longer term thing because the fundamentals, will that drive it back up again? So I mean, there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of carryover from um, analyzing stocks and companies and then analyzing these projects and these coins. 
Right. So as far as, as project evaluation in the long term goes, what, what kind of similarities specifically do you see between stock market and crypto? I mean, other than, you know, the, the, the technical analysis well, techniques and stuff like well, that. I, so, so I think it comes down to supply and market cap. And so, um, for example, w- one of the reasons why in the long term I like the idea of the Binance token, the way that it was used, was that they had things like that they would burn their supply as in uh, instead of flooding the market with more coins, they would actually take some coins off the market. And that is something like a stock buyback or a dividend that was given from a company to a shareholder. Um, So I look for companies that are willing to give a return on investment like that. And then, then I really just, I look at the market cap and I say, you know, is, is this a sub $1 billion company, for example, or should this be worth more? And, uh, d- you know, th- I, from there, I sort of gauge like what I think something should be worth. And then that'll give me a bullish or bearish bias when I look at the, the charts and how I decide from that. Gotcha. That's pretty cool, Gator. I, I, uh, I never really looked at it in that kind of perspective. And, uh, you know, being being kind of new to trading in especially in relation to your experience it's it's nice to you know get feedback like that from a, a what i would say a professional trader in that regard you know as far as what what to look for it's it's challenging to do research on a token let alone look at all those tokenomics that you just spoke of to see if it's a valid investment opportunity right. or not right and i mean uh one thing also is, uh, you know, something that you learn in the stock market is you don't. If you're going to get married to something, you really have to believe in its story, and it's okay to divorce things if if that's what it takes. If you know there's just just friction or just not the right chemistry going on, so um, you know people shouldn't be afraid if they have losses in something that maybe it's just not working, and then they go to something that is working. And, you know, that's the same sort of risk management that would be in stocks that also applies to coins in the crypto market. Right. And it's just coming up with a solid plan as far as when to cut your losses. You know, if you see a coin going down, a friend of mine asked me today, he says, well, how do you know, you know, like if a coin's going down, do you just dump it so that you cut your losses? And I said, well, you got to look at the long term. I said, you got to look at the long term of the coin. If you think it's going to continue to go down, then sell but only sell of you know a large portion of it and let it you know and and then if it continues going down then you're only out a little bit but if it goes back up you still have that opportunity for gains this is exactly what um i did today with someone where i had them they they went and bought some binance at 22 and then it was 19 or so today and we're worried that maybe it could go lower because of the publicity but fundamentally it shouldn't go lower and this is where the fundamentals aren't lining up with the, the storylines right now. So we said, you know, because we don't know where this could go, we're going to sell half. And so right. that way, if it goes down, you know, the losses aren't as bad. But if it goes back up, then at least we can get the money back. At the very least, break even from where we were down. Situations like that are uh, things I like to call excellent buying opportunities because uh, uh, right. It's really nice to see when the hype doesn't match the either the market indicators right. or or the you know the function of the project or the value of the project like you're saying. So when right. when hype is up or FOMO is down, 
either way, I mean, there's short opportunities at the top or there's long opportunities at the bottom. And it's, it's, so it's, it's really nice to see that contrast. And so when, when you see contrast like that, you know, there's a, a play on the field somewhere. Right. This was a sort of a compromise between me and him that he wanted to sell the whole position. And I was saying, well, at the very least, keep half of it. Um, I mean, I believe in, in the story and I believe the, the, the price will go back up. But I can understand his fear because it's just been nosediving and he can't take the pain anymore. So I can understand that. But at the same time, there's no, there's really should be no story or anything that makes you sell everything or buy everything at one time. It should all be in stages. Especially when it comes to Binance Coin. I mean, Binance yes. Coin is going to be around for a long time. Right, right. now so. that's something I think of like a stock. Like it's, this is a ground floor opportunity, like a stock. I mean, just the same way as Bitcoin is a ground floor opportunity as a currency. Um, so, right. I mean, if anything, Bitcoin um, has proven itself. Like I can think of it more like money where these other things, especially because it's, it's representative of the company. Binance is a perfect example of this where, I mean, I call this a stock that you're buying a share of this company, Binance. So if you believe that their volumes, if they're, they're going to make good profits in the future like I do, then, I mean, there's no reason why this can't be a lot higher in the future. So, I mean, it's um, a after Bitcoin, like I would say, like it's it would be my second biggest believer, um, something long term fundamental wise. Well, plus, like you said, they're also, a, 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 you know, they burn their tokens. So exactly. that's coming up here pretty soon, too. Right. 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 This is the opposite of what Ripple and these uh, and Stellar and these other coins that all of a sudden they'll just flood the market with these coins. And, and I mean, this is all supply and demand in math. And, you know, if all of a sudden um, it, it happens to be, um, sometimes you'll be in a, a stock and the stock is really going bankrupt. And so what they'll do is something called a reverse stock split, where you'll have a hundred shares of something and they'll turn it around. And all of a sudden you only had one share and basically you just lost 99%. Now, like that's Ooh. not going to happen with Ripple, but, but they do, things like that to dilute the, the, the value of the, of them, you know, by, by just pushing supply like this on, on to, I mean, that's what makes Bitcoin to me so appealing because the supply can't be manipulated like that. And then if for Binance's case, if it is going to be manipulated, it's going to be where the, the supply goes down, not up. Right. Right. So I, I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. There's definitely a contrast there between different projects and how they handle the, you know, the supplies and things like that. And, and that and that's a major difference, you know. XRP, like you say, it's you know they they do that, but there's you know the investor side of things isn't really their primary focus, you know. So so in agreeing right. with you, it's it's one of those things where it it suits their business need and it is what it is. But on, on an investment side, maybe that's not maybe that's not such a great thing. Right, they care about liquidity. They don't care about whether it's five hundred eighty nine dollars a coin or not. Exactly. They only care about uh you know just that their their business can function. Right. And in the, in the long run, in the long run, their token value is going to continue, you know, to go up. I mean, the more, the more right, popular I, they become. Right. And the more and the longer that they're in the markets. It's just not something that's that should be uh, like a, I'm, I'm an Apple. I've always been, that was the one stock I, I compare to Bitcoin um, uh, when I'm when I'm putting these analogies together and being an Apple investor, what happens is there's always more cash than they know what to do with. And they don't want to buy companies. They don't want to um, do any sort of reckless spending. So they just go back and they buy the shares of the stock again. 
and they give you like an extra dividend, if you will. So even besides the stock um, gaining itself, like from whatever fundamentals, you gain um, either seven to nine percent in a year just because they're either raising their dividend or they're they're buying back stock because they have so much free cash flow. And right. um, Binance is in this the same situation where uh, you know that's going to make their coin a lot more valuable, in my opinion, in the future. It's it's a really great business model playing right off of that uh, stock model, and because I mean you know they're burning t- taking a percentage of profits and just market buying B and B, and then burning right. it. So it's 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 a really cool you know it, it's important that they're doing it that way. They're burning circulating coins. Right. And it- and if you think of it like this, right, they're going to mark and buy BNB and the price just went down. It's like the perfect time to buy it. They're going to go and, and right, exactly. If they're going to buy back the things and, and I'm not going to lie to you, the same things that happened in Apple and other stocks in the past too, where there had been a correction. And I mean, these people aren't stupid. They want to get the best price they can for themselves too. So then they, you know, they take advantage of these and they're, they might be the ones buying right now as other people are selling right now. And it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's, it's a, it's a give and take and it's uh, it keeps things exciting. Yes. Oh no, this is a, a 24 hour sport. The crypto. That's, oh, yeah. that's one difference from the stock market. There's that, an opening absolutely. bell and there's a closing bell. Yep. And that's no the crazy. That's the crazy. Not part. on crypto. Nope. It's uh all night. That's, it's almost required in the stock market, like from a mental standpoint, it's like it's, it should almost be required in crypto to keep yourself sane. <laughs> you got to have that five yes. o'clock. You must quit now. Stop trading. Stop thinking. Start over. Yes. Uh, you can you can um, get yeah, really strung I mean, out on crypto. No, I mean, um, it, it'll be the, the first thing I'll do. Um, I'll wake up in the morning and then I'll go and check the prices of everything and see if there wasn't dramatic swings while I was sleeping. Yeah, if I wake so up in the middle of the night, it's always something you have to work at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's the first thing I do. I, roll I, you know what? Bitcoin. <laughs> right. You know what? That's funny because there's times when I'll go three, four days without even looking at the market because I'm all. Uh, the first thing I do when I get up in the morning is I look at Twitter and then I hit my my TG accounts. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. the first thing I do. I usually don't even look at the market. It's like I I got so much. I have so little time to trade that you know, most of my stuff's long-term holds and right. I'm doing some trading based on, you know, spikes and dips and stuff like that. But for the most part, all of my stuff is holding. So I don't, I don't focus as much on the market. And I think that's what helps me stay, keep a lot of my sanity because if I worried about every peak and Valley, I'd go nuts. Yeah. If you uh, traded options ever, you would go nuts because all these things have expiration dates. So they're all, um, the way Jim Cramer explains it, they're all like like dynamite sticks. Where as you get closer to the expiration date, to get if the fuse gets closer and closer to blowing up, so <laughs> right. you know that's the world I'm living in most of the time. Um, I mean, I have my Bitcoin that I'm hodling for a long time, but then I also have a like a trading uh, account also where I'm I'm actively trading, and so um, there these things are more time sensitive because I'm not just saying something's going to go up or down. I'm saying it's going to go up or down by X uh, time. And, and so um, that's an added element. What gives you more of the reward if you're right. Um, so yeah, that is a, it, it, it's something where the more, you know, the more you don't know. And so if you're going <laughs> to go down that rabbit hole, you got to commit to it. And if you're not, then, you know, just stay away from it. 
that's so basically, basically what you're saying basically what you're saying is the risk is well worth the stress that you put yourself through um for me but it's only because i've i've already desensitized myself to losing so many times and really right. that's the secret to my success is that i've made so many mistakes in my life that i know not to make all you know all these things again and trading to me is like a game of minesweeper where i just know all the things to not get blown up now where i mean that's just something that every person has to learn over time themselves just they're taking bumps and um you know the more the the more that you've had those experiences the 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 wiser you you become from it hopefully and uh, oh sure so that's where i come from and i also think that the first rule of crypto is what don't get wrecked no 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 <laughs> the first rule of crypto is never invest more than you can uh, afford to throw away right yeah well, no, that's and the same I followed thing that, yeah. I followed that rule to the nine since I got in. And I look at the money that's in my account as monopoly money. And right. I don't, you know, I've had so much fun in this space. If it went to zero tomorrow, I would probably care less because right. I've had so much enrichment just by my interaction with everybody here. So, right. You know, that being said, when you can honestly tell yourself, I don't care if that money goes to zero, but it would sure be nice to see it go to a couple million. You know, if you can keep that mindset, I tell you what, it's a lot easier to sleep at night. Oh, yeah, um, de definitely. For, for me, this is just like a new version of the stock market. The, the way that I've looked at crypto since I got into it was that I just took a time machine back 10 years in time. I, after the stock market crash and everything was dirt cheap and now we're in the same thing again here where everything is dirt cheap and the psychology is exactly the same where everyone is um scared and they're what the the term they used at the time was shell-shocked and uh, right now as you've seen them i feel like maybe since bitcoin's gone over five thousand, maybe that we've started to see the turtles like like of crypto twitter they're starting to slowly come out of their shell they're starting to maybe think, you know, maybe this is going to be working now. It, but, but I don't think, you know, we're full-blown positive or anything like that yet. Um, but I do see, I would say, some some sprouts of positivity, like finally coming into to, um, to, to the, twi the crypto space, well, at least when I'm looking at Twitter. So that's, that's uh, refreshing for me. But um, as a contrarian, I certainly wouldn't want to um, go short Bitcoin or anything like that right now. We're still far away from that psychology as well. When I sold it before, it was because I saw an episode on the Big Bang Theory, and it was like, well, you know, crypto is only, Big Bang, um, Bitcoin is only going up and is never going down. And, you know, it was just so, that just accepted into the media. And the, the, there's so much skepticism and there's so much cynicism from people because they're like, oh, well, I'm not going to buy it. It'll just crash again, just like before. Yep. And the, the that is sort of the thing. Right, right. And, and that is what we call a wall of worry in the stock market. And that keeps the buyers out until a higher price later, right. where what's going to happen is no one's really going to believe in this until it's, I believe it's over 20,000. And, and what has to happen in between now and 20,000 is all these people who were um, unsatisfied hodlers that as they, they're like, okay, maybe they bought it at 10,000 or 12,000 or near 20,000. And as we get back to those levels, 
they get back to even and then they sell and they're like, okay, I'm just done with it. I got my money back. And see, that's really, really bullish because what happens is they're going to regret this later when then Bitcoin goes over 20,000 and then they say, oh, well, maybe we're going to go into an all-time high. Who knows where we're going to go? Will we go to 100,000? That kind of FOMO. And, and so <laughs> right. that is every one of those sellers is a potential buyer later. Every one of everyone that says, oh, this is the top here and there, and then we're going to crash and then they short. All those people are potential buyers. Well, they're not potential buyers. They have to buy later at some point, whether it's up or down. So I factor all these things in. And I mean, at the moment, I still think this is the same. Uh, we are in like either 2009 or 2010 in the stock market right now of um, like where where we were then. And, um, to, and that ended up being still the longest bull market ever. Um, and it's also called the most hated bull market ever because all people have done along the way was try to doubt it and short it. So that's the kind of Bitcoin bull market that I expect. Even if we go parabolic up, I expect people to doubt it the whole time. And as long as they doubt it, is uh, I will believe in it. It's when, when everyone throws in the towel and gives up and says, you know, then they start, when they start talking like me and, and they start sounding as bullish as I do, then I'll start thinking to myself, okay, you know, this has run its course. And then I would start taking profits. So it's all a mind game. And, you know, um, so far, you know, it's all been uh, on, on my side, at least I've, I've uh, feel like I've been the winner of this since I started. It's interesting how the perspective in which you look at it, it I've never, never really thought of it like that. And when you, when I heard you say something about, you know, by the fear, it was like, yeah, you know, I mean, that's really what we're doing because everybody was so afraid. I mean, how many people do you think in crypto Twitter were like, oh, my God, in December, looking at the prices going, what are we going to do? I can't, you know, right. and I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, give me more. Give me more. I'm buy, exactly. buy, 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 you know, I mean, exactly. these prices are nuts. Are you kidding me? Right. Like, you got to think of them like know? presents. I thought of it like Christmas. Exactly. Oh, it was so it was so much. So it was like, woohoo. Yeah, we're going, baby. Come on, yes. keep dipping, you know, yep. but then you I find yourself in was, this um, Hanukkah then or something. But it, I mean, it was something <laughs> where I called it a present for me when I bought. But the then bottom, you find definitely. this, you find yourself in this position when you're going, you know, most of the time you're thinking, yeah, come on. I want it to go up. I want it to go up. But when you find yourself in that position, like, come on, keep going down, keep going down. You're like questioning yourself. Yeah. Am I really saying this? Right. You know? right. No, that's what I never understood. That these these OG Bitcoiners are like, oh, but it has to have another correction just because we have to go and retest this. And no other reason, but because like, oh, because that happened in the past. So therefore it has to happen it, because they went through that suffering years ago. Therefore, we have to go through that suffering now. I mean, it re <laughs> right. it's really makes no sense at all. And I mean, again, like they're falling behind in this, you know, trying to, that's the kind of doubt that's going to, they were, you know, in space before, but now they're falling back from space and they're falling back to earth. So, I mean, the people, it's like the people that believe in and now are, are going to be the new people in space while, you know, these OG Bitcoiners are going to turn back to, to normal, it, it seems like. But that's how it goes with bulls and bear markets. You know, people, uh, you need to know when to, to switch sides and you can't be on the wrong side. It's crazy to see how 
comparatively to the stock market, how much more that uh, that mental influence has an effect just just strictly because of the volatility because of the low market caps across even bitcoin included yes. so it's you know you see the same things and the same the same effects but they're so much more amplified in crypto it's so crazy and it it almost kind of makes for a really good simulation for for training for trading on the stock market because if you can survive oh, yes. in crypto you're going to do fucking fabulous in the stock market if you can be patient. Well, well, that's what, that's another reason I love crypto because it's like the every, this is like harder level. Um, um, I mean, it's it's easy as far as if you're going to invest in it and you're buying the dips and all that. That is just as easy as as it would be in the stock market. But when you're talking about trading, um, you know, the vault. I look at this as like a challenge, and you know, I haven't had this kind of challenge in a very long time. So I'm embracing it, and I, I love that kind of volatility. Like I'm, I'm the kind of person that I can trade something, and you know something pops two hours later, and I'm, I'm already out of it. So well, um, I think, I, mean, it, I think yeah. one of the biggest reasons crypto is the way it is, as far as that volatility goes, is because it's still so new and it's still so fresh, and people are there's still a lot of skepticism in everybody. I mean, even long-term guys have some sort of skepticism in the back of their mind saying, you know, you know, is this really the Ponzi scheme that people say it is? And right. I think I mean, a lot of that fear that away. I mean, that that's right. holding them back from, from gains, honestly. Well, um, and from being be successful in it as well. Right. Um, I was saying to someone today, success breeds confidence and, and vice versa. I mean, um, you can't just you can't be wishy washy when you when you go and buy these things. You know you have to be just a you you need to believe in the story. You can't just not just because someone shilled it to you, but you have to understand. You know like why is this why is this why is the market getting behind this in the first place? Um, so you gotta be a bull, baby. The, the thing that I will tell everybody, <laughs> and I have to say it way too many damn times, but I have to tell everybody: read the freaking white paper. I know it's, it's simple. I, it shouldn't have to be said, but yeah, that's, you know, like you're saying, you have to be confident in what you're buying. And these people, so many people are just throwing money at stuff and then they complain because the price goes down, but they haven't even read the, pro they don't even know what the project's doing. And, and that always happens, but it's, it's, it's so, there's such a young crowd, I think. And such, you know, right. we, we, we're, there, there are people from, you know, like you that have had the background and have come in, but there's so many more people that are inexperienced in trading, trading in crypto, just because of the accessibility, if nothing else, and and the intrigue, uh, than there is in the stock market. And so it's you, you see a lot of that immaturity flow into the markets directly because they're so easily affected. Right. I I think every one of those people they need to look at the stock market as well, and they need to analyze how things go up and down on there because they keep telling me that that crypto is not the stock market. But there are very there are sim similar things that like like psychology and and just the, the same sort of trip patterns. Even though it's not the same volatility, you can learn from the stock market. Even if you're not buying or selling any stocks, you can still learn as a spectator, and that those things can still be applicable to um, how you trade and how you invest in crypto. I truly believe that. So there's definitely a lot of similarities between the two. There's no question about that, but you know, I, I gotta say, you know, a lot of our conversation tonight has stemmed, you know, solely on Bitcoin. And I, I I'd like to put a little variety right. to this. Is there, is there, you know, I mean, we touched on our XRP 
you know, and mm -hmm. we touched on we touched on bat token, which is an amazing token as far as I'm concerned, and I agree with you. I've seen this pullback from it, and I'm kind of like, ah, eh, you know, but I'm still holding on because I still got faith in what, term, in what the long project term. tends to do. Exactly, exactly. So I don't let these short term little blips affect my my first thought, right? My first line of right. my first line of defense, I should say. So that being said, what other projects out there do you see that could potentially be as incredible as Bitcoin itself? You know, maybe not equal to, but but just as good. You know what I'm saying? As far as the entire project, as far as the realm of reality, what do you see out there that's potential right now? To come close well, to the big daddy. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, um, it's going to come at a point again where, um, when when Bitcoin had went over ten thousand before, then there was this massive influx of money that went into Litecoin. That Litecoin was looked at as the poor man's Bitcoin. It was all the same analogies of silver is to gold, and that um, even if people don't understand the supply behind it and the market caps. Um, you know, uh, they still see a, a sticker sh like a sticker shock with Bitcoin is at ten thousand or twenty thousand, and um, you know they'll say, oh, but but Litecoin is maybe a hundred or two hundred, and even though percentage wise Litecoin had a bigger move, they just they only care about the price, and so I do think that that is just a matter of time before Litecoin, you know, um, <laughs> rides the coattails of of Bitcoin. Um, My so man. It, it's it's just um you know even if you're not someone that's a, like a fully believer in the Litecoin uh, like you know ev that everything that they're doing right it just comes down to a point of of psychology that um all the people that missed Bitcoin that have missed it now or ha or haven't bought it in the past when they, when they FOMO in the future they're they're gonna choose Litecoin over Bitcoin just because uh, and and it might not be the right one but but just because they're saying to themselves well. If I, I could have myself a um, hundred Litecoins for for ten thousand dollars instead of one Bitcoin for ten thousand dollars, for example, I mean if Litecoin was at a hundred, so um, to to just to give you that example, and I mean I can it, it happened before like that, and I I gotta imagine that's what's gonna happen. Again. Okay, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Gator. Yesterday mm -hmm. Pandora was on. And she spoke of Litecoin and she said how, you know, Charlie Lee really ruined her view of what Litecoin was trying to achieve and what they were doing. Yes. Now, that being said, what's your stance on, because I know where my heart's at when it comes to what Charlie did. So what's your stance as far as what happened with that whole scenario? I, I think that, um, so when I first saw that, I saw that as a warning that if someone didn't listen to him, that they're going to you know, pay the price. And I think that if someone just listened to his instructions, they could have gotten rich just selling at 350, buying back around 20 where it, n it nearly went. Um, <laughs> you kind yeah, of did everybody a favor <laughs> if you took them seriously and you didn't just have this cynical view of saying, you know, hey, and this. And I, I got to admit, like, he's being blamed for a bubble that, that went down where, um, I mean, everything that, that happened in 2017, that was all a mirage. That was not real. I mean, it was real of, on paper for a temporary bit of time, but I could, the reason why I got out of, of Bitcoin, I, I had entered at 2000 and sold at 12,000 from, from February to November, 
was because I was saying to myself, this is too far too fast. It went up more, but the idea of saying that, you know, there has to be a one step back and a two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. You know, I, I can't be on on the side where literally everybody is on the buy side and no one's on the sell side. And so, um, you know, that those were the conditions when Litecoin was at 400 before. And so yes. everyone that bought there, like they bought Bitcoin, they're all, you know, paying the price for, for, for making the wrong decision there, unfortunately. And he's, if he's actually gave everyone a favor, you know, if, if you had followed his advice, you know, you would have sure. sold at sure. a high price and bought back at a low price. You know, I, I initially got in right around, you know, January of last year and Litecoin was one of my first couple of tokens that I got into. Um, fortunately, I started out with small amounts and then kept buying dips ever since. But it was like, so my recent transactions in December when it was so low, you know, everybody's like, why are you buying that? You're already in the negative. I said, well, exactly, because that'll pull me out of the hole that much faster. You'll, you'll right? lower your average and you'll fix, exactly. you'll fix yourself. Um, exactly. Also, so, right. Right. No. And, and you're supposed to be buying in pyramid style, as in the lower, if you put um, $100 or something and it went down more and more then you're accumulating more and more of those as it got down. So it, I mean, it's the same idea there. If you dollar cost average with Litecoin, um, you were gonna, you know, accumulate more and more as it went down. And I mean, right. over time, as if we go back to the all time highs again, then, you know, Sweet. you would have been happy for yourself that you did that. Exactly. <laughs> so, I, uh, as an investor, you know, those, that's my advice. So while we're on the topic of other tokens, what, what what's your uh sleeper token as we call it what's your uh yes. not you know something that's that's okay. new or maybe not new but real still somewhat unknown but you think is going to be just going to kill it in the long term well so something that um I, I, it's a sleeper trade i i want to say a sleeper investment too i just i just can't i, I need more of time to to be with it, but I want to say Nano XRB um, because for a very long time until this this um, breakdown between alts and Bitcoin, this Nano was tracking Bitcoin almost one to one on on their charts. Um, I mean, percentage wise, Nano was outperforming it, but if you had looked at one chart versus the other, they were identical. So the market wow. was saying that that uh, you know there is something going on here that this is undervalued. And so, I mean, I don't see it being near all-time highs anytime soon, but as something that's undervalued right now and that, you know, should be worth more in the future, uh, appreciative, appreciative about more, I would say it would be Nano XRB. But that doesn't sound like the one that you're embarrassed about buying. And that's kind of no, what the no. question stems no, to. Is no, there no, one? No, I, is there one that you're no. disappointed in your purchase? Well, no, I say basic attention token so far because... My timing okay. hasn't been great. Um, I got it around forty cents. I saw it at like twenty nine cents today. So, I mean, I think in the long term it'll still be great. It just my timing wasn't the best of of luck there. And it happens. And in the long run, forty cents is a bargain on on basic attention token. I think I've got. They, I believe so. Too. I mean, of course, it's there's a lot of factors, but you know, if they can make this happen right, I think right. it's got really really crazy potential. 
and and the thing is, if you know, if I was to go and buy the same amount here at thirty cents or around here, then my average is going to be thirty five cents. So you know, it would be less as much. So I'm. It's that's one of the things where I still haven't. I've been on the fence about it all day, and I've looked at it. It's like maybe I'm going to buy it here. I'm still on the fence about it, and you know, I I want to see it sort of have a, a day or two where it rests and pause. You know, stops Absolutely. going down. Then I can actually buy it. Cool. And you, you can see those changes in your strategy, yep. you know, it re reflect how how you feel about the token. Because when you, you know, if you have a token that you're confident in long term, like like basic attention token, then you're going to average down like that instead of right. just trying to cut your losses and get into something else. Right. And so it's it's uh it's one of those things that you yes. learn. And, and, you know, like I say, a lot of people haven't figured that out yet. And it's it seems to be a kind of hard concept for some people to grasp for whatever reason. And, and I, I think it stems to the fear thing. You know, they're afraid of buying more. Yes. And they're and they're afraid of taking losses. And sometimes, um, you know, you just have to look. If you had two hundred dollars in something, and now all of a sudden it's worth a hundred and fifty, and you lost fifty dollars, but but you have to say for yourself, well, is is the money that I have left over best served in what's still there, or is it best served somewhere else? And right. so if it's best served somewhere else, then sell it and put you know make it back somewhere else. That, that's that's, that's one of the tricks that I it. need to really learn how to grasp because I, I struggle with that one, you know, and, and a lot of it, I think, is because I'm I'm more engulfed in the long term potential. Um, if there's obviously if there's one that I think is just absolutely done, which I wish being a newbie last year, I would have done that with NCash, you know, um, I, I that that's probably my my undesirable and we'll see we'll see i still got a little faith in the project that's why i haven't dumped it yet but you know if doing what you just said if i would have done that i probably would be a lot further ahead so that's one thing i'm really i think is a valid point that we all need to really make sure we stay focused on average down average down if right. you believe you can't let emotions get into this emotions will kill you 100 percent Right. I oh, mean, yeah. I, I make it sound emotional when I'm on Twitter, but at the same time, I mean, it, it's all numbers to me and, you know, it's all a game of risk reward to me. Well, there's a difference also between being emotional with excitement and, and being emotional. Yes. Yeah. But that's just right. it. You know, you can, you yeah. can just like, like when you're trying to average down, when you're faced with that scenario of do I sell or do I average down and try to try to remain, you you're faced with that fear, that little bit of panic, no matter how experienced you are, you know, your, your body naturally tries to do it. Now, if you're good at it, <laughs> yes. it doesn't affect you. And you're just like, go away, it's done. And you can make that trade. But it really, really is hard sometimes, especially when you're new to this. And, and so that's another reason why we see so much volatility. That's it, it, You have to be desensitized over time. That's all. It's just going to take it over time. Yep. You just have to yeah. learn it. And the best way to get there is take your losses, right? Cut your take sometimes. your losses, sometimes. take your licks, and move on. Yeah, uh, sometimes there's a right. saying: um, "Those that fight and go away live to fight another day." That would be yep. what they said. I mean, there's all these expressions; they've all come from sure. the stock market. Yeah, sure. So, awesome. speaking long term, uh, I'm curious: what uh, Gator? What, what's your prediction for Bitcoin price in a year and five years? So I see it going before the um, having to about maybe twelve thousand or so, um, just just where there will be some resist not resistance but just some selling of people that got their money back and they're happy and not that it would go down but just wouldn't go up as fast 
Um, and then I see it being 20,000 again by the end of 2020. Um, uh, um, the only wild card factor with that would be the, the 2020 election. But, but most likely uh, we will return to all time highs there. And a lot of people focus right now on this having uh, um, that's next year, but really they should be focusing on the one in 2023 or 2024, because that one is where our inflation rate would be under 1% and it would be um, under the inflation rate of gold. And at that point, you could make the argument that it being rarer than gold that is, it can basically usurp gold and, and be the new gold. And being that the case, and you say, what's the market cap of gold, then Bitcoin should be somewhere between 300 to 400,000. At the very least, that's just the current market right. cap of gold. So that's where I, mean, I come to, and I see central banks needing at some certain point, um, they're the hodlers of last resort, that that when when you you want to sell as a hodler yourself when the central banks are buying because they're the ones that have the the um, deep pockets that will make this a six digit number in the future, and I mean they they'll have to do it because they have reserve funds of the Japanese yen the 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 um, euro and the U.S. dollar, which all three of these funds are uh, you know all three of these currencies are constantly depreciated with quantitative easing. So they need to have a hedge on that, and that hedge had usually been gold for so many years, but now gold's not working anymore, and it's as if Bitcoin is the new gold, so they need to buy Bitcoin for all the same reasons that they had bought gold before. And th these are what I see for Bitcoin. It's going to be real, real interesting to see how the, the world in general uh, reacts to that shift in the inflation rates, you know, like you say, between gold and Bitcoin. And uh, and how the market reacts to it. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So let's circle around to the rap battles and, and your, your music thing that you're doing. Cause, cause that's, that's always fun. That's always okay. fun. So yeah, bro. first question I want to ask you, um, who's your favorite mu musician to sample from when you, uh, when you do a cover, where do you have one? Um, well, the easiest, w no, I mean, my favorite rapper is KRS one, but then not a lot of people know, like a lot of his songs. So it's a little difficult there. Like my, I, I like the rappers that t try to be scientific or, or um, like they're lyricists more than anything else. Um, so uh, like I'm always uh, into into stuff like that. But the easy ones to to do are um, Eminem or Fifty Cent or Notorious B.I.G. The, the 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 top rappers that are famous because um, they already had Bitcoin memes of them that are already out on the internet. You could just Google 50 cent Bitcoin or Eminem Bitcoin. And then so I would take these pictures and maybe I'll add to them a little bit, but pretty much it's already, you know, there like that. And then I can make a, I mean, I know all their songs anyways, so I can make a, you know, a parody of it pretty, pretty simply. Um, and just the bigger the names, the more the songs they have, the more that I'll do. Um, I mean, uh, I've done a lot of Michael Jackson songs or Britney Spears songs or Madonna songs. So it's pretty much, you know, the the bigger the name, the more that I have to play with and the more um, I'm going to be, you know, making gotcha. songs from them. You know, we were like destined, we were destined for Pandora to introduce us. You know that, right? <laughs> I mean, everything happens for a reason. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And these rap battles have been off the hook, dude. And I want to say 
from the bottom of my heart, thank you for joining us. It's been a blast on the rap battles, man. I gotta say it. No I mean, your energy has been it's it's been sweet and i i re- we all really appreciate it we love having you there so hopefully you'll stick with us for a lot longer man this is it's been it's been a run that's for sure no you guys are my family so you know i'm just trying to be a good family member to all you guys that's, that's cool that's cool and that's how i that's how i like to look at it too man and that means a lot you know we gotta we gotta stick together we're all in this together this this whole adoption thing for cryptocurrencies is on all of our shoulders not just one individual or not just the tokens or not just the projects it's on all of our shoulders the people that are buying it right and the people Mm -hmm. that are that have already adopted it it's our duty to spread the word and get this stuff out here and i think the rap battles and i think your your tweets with all your music and all your raps i think all that stuff just adds to the positivity of this adoption phase and i think it's just going to help bring in a lot more people and that's the beauty of the whole thing i mean i look at it like what are you calling an adoption phase i'm calling it a bull cycle i mean i'm, I'm looking at it as i see a lot of negativity and that i'm seeing that this is going to be a time where that negativity is going to shift to positivity. So I always like that kind of transition versus the opposite where, you know, we were at a top and everyone was so positive and then we went to so negative. So just to see the pendulum swing back the other way, that's what I look forward to, you know? So um, it's like when everyone is fearful, I'm, I'm the most enjoyable. And when, when when everyone is 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 enjoying themselves, then I get fearful myself. So uh, we're still in this this sort of um, medium right now where I feel the need to spread this positivity so that I can cheer up people. Be it like you need a cheerleader, if you will, to you know make people feel like they've done the right thing and that they've you know give them confidence, but that they don't they don't make any stupid decisions like like selling something that they shouldn't be selling. Exactly. Exactly. So why don't we? Uh, I guess now is a good time to cut you loose on your uh, live performance, there, Gator. What do you think? Uh, uh, I guess so. <laughs> you um, don't got a choice now. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I want to hear it. No problem. Um, so uh, I was saying back uh, it was a little over a month ago. Bitcoin had just gone over five, and I was saying, well. You know, when I'm looking at this chart right now, it looks like 6,500 is where it wants to go. And so I was like, how can I make a song about this? Bitcoin 6.5K. And then like it kind of like with my head like, oh, I want it that way. I can actually make this like this. So, um, you know, without further ado, I I could do this here. It would be like uh, just one thing. One, two, three. Bitcoin's my fire. The bulls desire believe when i say bitcoin 6.5k ain't nothing but a short squeeze ain't nothing but a profit breeze i'll be doubled off the bottom that day bitcoin 6.5k nice nice that's awesome. That's so awesome. And and since then, hey, the price has gone from five thousand to sixty two hundred or something right now. Exactly. We were at fifty two yeah, something on Binance. So <laughs> good work, Gator. <laughs> All right, one more question for you. 
you can you can think from of this from okay. a financial perspective or whatever perspective you want. But you've been given an elephant. Okay. You can give it away or you can sell it. Okay. What do you do with it, and why? Uh, I'd I'd sell it, uh, get any sort of profit that I could from it, rather than sort of handling the ex- the day to day expenses of owning an elephant. So an elephant's not a long term hold for you. Not if uh the uh if it's a creates a sort of headache, if you will. Of maintenance. There you That's go. the word I'm looking for. <laughs> high maintenance. All right. This is also the reason I'm still single. You, you don't invest way. in high maintenance elephants. <laughs> right. This is awesome. Well, awesome. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, thanks, Gator. It was good to have you on the show. We really appreciate you coming on here. No problem. Thank you very much. Absolutely, man. It was awesome to have you on board. I really enjoyed it tonight. And we actually, I actually learned a lot. I uh I really enjoy following you and I look forward to a long future. Very good. Thank you very much. Have a good night, Gator. Good night. Thank you, Gator. Thank you. Bye. Man, that was awesome having Gator on tonight, Professor. I, I, that guy is just off the hook. I, I really love his sentiment. I, I, I love his thought process. Um, you know, the psychology he puts behind trading and everything is just incredible. And he, guys take heed. You, there's a lot to learn from this guy. I mean, that's just my opinion, but I'm putting it out there. Hey, there's a lot to learn from Gator. He, he's not only just fun, but yeah, he's got, he's got that experience and, and, and the, what he brings from his previous financial backing, um, is, is really helpful in crypto. And he does a really good job at, at doing those market analyses and, determining you know maybe when or when when you shouldn't uh, uh look only at technical indicators and, and when to bring that uh sentiment into play so it's definitely nice learning some new stuff from him and uh right kinda hearing his his song his backstreet boy song gotta love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was awesome that was awesome I mean, kudos to the guy for having the uh, intestinal fortitude, let's put it that way, to be able to do that on, on, a, on a podcast. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. He, he's great. He kicks ass. Makes me laugh every time. But, uh, yeah, it was just, it's just awesome to have him on here. So thanks, Gator, for coming on to the podcast. Uh, so now, if you guys uh, didn't notice, we were doing a hat drawing. We were giving away a uh, crypto campfire embroidered hat can't even buy them right now we just figured we'd give you uh give you a chance to win one before we put them in the store so um we're gonna go ahead and do that drawing right now one second nice man they're embroidered too wow that's awesome yeah they're all it's uh you, you got one of those tron hats from me it's uh same company that made the tron hat it's making these ones so okay okay cool cool they're uh they're going to be sweet. Also, uh, I didn't tell you this yet, but there are two of them that are set to arrive at my place uh, four days from now. So you'll, you'll be getting your oh, very prototypes, huh? Prototypes, exactly. Nice. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Hey, by the way, while we're on the subject, real quick, before you draw that name, yep. I got to throw a shout out to our buddy Nils. He's still waiting for a t-shirt. So I had to throw that out oh, there. Oh, now I got to get him a t-shirt. <laughs> All right. Nils. You do, you All do. Right, that puts you on the spot, baby. I see how this goes. <laughs> you you tell Mitch thank you because because now you're getting a t-shirt. <laughs> but guess what? You're not going to get to pick uh, what it is. Nah, perfect. That's and, beautiful. And if you haven't noticed, I do have a dabbing Bitcoin unicorn t-shirt in my store. So 
Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love think, it. I love it. I think it. he'd go real yeah. good with this suit of armor. He would wear it too. He would. <laughs> he would. And he would wear it. That would be so awesome. You got to do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Nils, I want you, pictures. You Nils. A unicorn T-shirt. You didn't specify this. You're on. This is on you. <laughs> nice. All right. Let's do this draw. All right. At Bino Kid is the winner of the hat. So congratulations, Bino Kid. Congratulations. We are go ahead and we'll get that hat sent out to you. So you've got 24 hours to send us a DM at Crypto Campfire on Twitter. Claim your prize and send us your address and we'll get it sent out to you. Beautiful, beautiful. Congratulations, man. Keep them retweets going, guys. Yes, and follow us. Uh, follow us. If, if you're not following us, stick with us because we're going to be putting right, out. Right, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. One click. But we're going to be putting out uh, all kinds of different episodes. We got lots of people scheduled on the lineup for guests, and and it's going to be just a, it's just going to get better. It's just going to get better. We have some really cool stuff coming up. I'm so excited about it. Look us up on Twitter and, and talk to us. Join the rap battles. Um, I'm at underscore the professor spelled wrong on purpose. P e r f e s s e r. That makes it fun to sell you on a radio show. Mitch, you want to plug your Twitter? <laughs> yeah, it's it's at cust carpentry or carpentry. Uh, just plug in Mitch. Ask Cus Carpenter. It's it's a tough one. I don't know. I gotta change it. I guess, but it's not an easy one to say. Spell her but out. speaking of that, C U S T C R P T R Y. There you go. There you have it. Follow Mitch. Follow the professor. Follow Crypto Campfire. Tell all your friends. Heck yeah! And speaking of speaking of rap battles, guys, it is Thursday. And tomorrow, tomorrow is the epic rap battle night. It's coming. Is it not? Yeah. It is. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's tomorrow. And, but but the thing yeah. is, when they're listening to tomorrow. this, it's going to be tonight. Oh, right. Yeah. They'll be listening to this. <laughs> well, Come on, guys. okay. So tonight, tonight yeah. Let battle. me rephrase that. Tonight, <laughs> tonight is the rap battles, guys. Make sure you get on board. Make sure you jump on Twitter. Look us up. It's epic. It's a fun time. I, I promise you, you'll have a blast. We'll see you tonight. Have fun with the rap, I hope we'll see you there. Peace. Have a good night.